My name is Vicky. Hello, my name is Nick. Hello, my name is Robert. We're the Year 8 students from Auckland Normal Intermediate. Our classroom has taken over. The That's the Story radio show. So all the stories you hear and all the talking in between is us. Thanks with a little bit of help from the Eden Albert Community Board. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, my name is Nick and I'm going to read a story called Maureen Chen. Maureen Chen had always loved hilly Cambridge with the chilly, courageous cliffs. It was a place where she felt guilty. She was a tactless, cold-blooded, ginger beer drinker with long fingers and feathery knees. Her friends saw her as a disturbed, disgusted dolphin. Once she'd even jumped into a river and saved a kosher deaf person. That's the sort of person they were. Maureen walked over to the window and reflected on her ideal surroundings. The moon shone like buffing gerbils. Then she saw something in the distance, or rather someone. It was the figure of Morena Thornton. Morena was a predatory juggler with charming fingers and solid knees. She was not prepared for Morena. As Morena came closer, she could see the orange glint in her eyes. Morena gazed with the affection of 4,305 selfish snakes. She said in hushed tones, I love you and I want a pencil. Maureen looked back, even more sad and still fingering the silver girl's hand. Morena, you must think I was born yesterday, she replied. They looked at each other with depressed feelings, like two fast, fine friends bouncing at a very daring accident, which had metal music playing in the background and two thoughtful uncles walking to the beat. Suddenly, Marina lunged forward and tried to punch Maureen in the face. Quickly, Maureen grabbed the silver guillotine and brought it down on Marina's skull. Marina's charming fingers trembled and her solid knees wobbled. She looked protective. Her emotions were like a tiny tasty teapot. Then she let out an agonizing groan and collapsed onto the ground. Moments later, Marina Thornton was dead. Maureen Chin went back inside and made herself a nice drink of ginger beer. How would you like to win $100 cash? All you have to do is send a joke. Visit the website. That's the story. Click on win stuff. Then click on jokes. And send in your favorite joke. Every week, Ronnie picks a joke. And if it's your joke that gets picked, you'll win $100. Cash. But wait, there's more. We'll turn your joke into a cartoon. And play it on TV. And it'll even have your name in the credits. It could even win. Your school. $10,000 cash. So send your joke in today. Okay, who's reading the next story? Hi, my name is Robert, and my story is called Superglue. A shiny tube full of superglue. Chungus looked at it excitedly. He had never seen anything like it. He thought about eating it, but remembered that he couldn't because his mother said he was too big. She called her Big Chungus. So instead, he took off the cap and squirted the tube on a plate. It could be easily seen on the plate, so, panicking, Chungus attempted to wipe away the evidence, but instead got his hand glued onto the plate. Chungus did not know what was going on, but he had no choice but to ignore it as he had to go to school. Despite all odds, Chungus managed to get through the first part of school without too much trouble, aside from some jeers and laughs from his fellow classmates and curious looks from his teacher. Then morning tea came. Chungus struggled to pick up his lunchbox, thanks to his plated hand. After a few minutes of suffering, 
Chungus finally managed to grab hold of the lunchbox. Then the bell rang. Chungus became automatically hungry and quickly pulled out a sandwich and stuffed it in his humongous mouth, quickly being three minutes. During those three minutes, a classmate took the tube of super glue from his pocket and sprayed some on Kieran, the class bully. Ew, you got it on my doll. Kieran's friend rushed to try wipe it off, but instead got her hand stuck on it. Several more students went over to help Karen and others, but also got their body parts stuck to the superglue, as Karen mischievously grabbed the tube and squirted superglue all over the kids. In the end, everyone was stuck together, including Chungus and Karen. The rest of the day went weirdly. In the end, they had to go home early, as lessons became unbearable. The classmates' parents' cars came, but were utterly confused at what the tarnation was going on. Then, angrily, Chungus's mother stepped out of her car. This is disgraceful, Chungus! I hope I will never see you again! Then, she pulled everyone apart from each other, then stormed back to the car, gripping Chungus's arm back on the way. She left multiple children crying in pain. In the end, Chungus got grounded for a month and was never allowed to talk about superglue again. He should have just ate the tube. If your school would like to have a go at taking over one of our classroom shows, all you have to do is hit contact us. It's on the homepage of the That's The Story website. Contact us with your school's name, with your teacher's name, and we might just get in touch. Okie diddly dokie. I can't believe Ronnie made me say that. Who's reading the next story? Hello, my name is Vicky, and my story is called My Favorite Game. Once upon a time, in a land not too far away, and in a town right next to yours, a boy no older than you sat down with his eyes glued to a screen. All day. His eyes would travel rapidly across the monitor screen, and his gaming mouse would whiz across his desk. On his screen was his absolute favorite game of all, League of Legends. He loved everything about it. The character designs, their backgrounds, their graphics, concept, the fact that he could play online with his friends, everything. The boy named Jackson, Jack for short, spent all his days playing. Now, that was the problem. When I meant all day, I meant all day. He skipped school, he stopped hanging out with his friends and family, he had friends in the game, he learnt new moves while playing. So what was the point in going to school and making friends? He was perfectly fine, or so he thought. Jack, undoubtedly, was lonely. He just never accepted it. One starry night, he tucked himself in for bed, since his mum couldn't do so because there was just too much rubbish by the door. It was late. Very late. 1.30am to be exact. The boy directed his eyes to look up towards his window. And what did he see? He saw from out his grimy window, a shooting star! He sprang from out his bed, and with a soft thump, his feet hit the rubbish-ridden rug. Quickly, he clasped his hands together, while clenching them tightly, and closed his sparkling grey eyes shut. I wish that I could meet my League of Legends friends, and not be so lonely, he whispered desperately. Sighing, he opened his eyes, and went back to bed. Jack thought to himself, why bother? Wishing upon a star was just a silly rumour. Feeling defeated, he reluctantly went back to bed briefly glancing at his computer. Silly Jack, remember, you, you should, should be, be careful, careful for what you wish for. for. 
Jack woke up the next morning, not by the singing birds, but by his little sister screeching from the other side of the house, asking for pancakes. He groaned. What a pain. The boy, quite literally, rolled off his bed, wrapped up in his blanket. There were dark circles under his eyes, and his sunny blonde hair was knotted. If it weren't for the warmth that was radiating off his body, he would have been mistaken for a corpse. The thought of getting out of his room and eating some delicious pancakes was extremely tempting, but he could hear his games calling for him. Jack. Jackson. Oh well, he didn't need breakfast. He'll just stop playing games. He would have to hurry. What if they started a game without him? Hurriedly, he sat down and put his headphones on while hastily turning on his gaming monitor. But as soon as the screen lit up, his room started spinning. Jack screamed. What's going on? Did he not get enough sleep? Pieces of furniture from his room started to disappear. Desperately, he reached for his monitor. He had to keep it safe. His stomach churned. He was being thrown around. Jack could feel like he was going to throw up. He was right. Jack had soon hit a cold stone ground and when trying to stand up, the non-existent breakfast came up his throat and onto the ground. Disgusting, he thought. The boy tried to take his attention off the puke, so he looked around. Well, he tried to look around, but he couldn't. His head felt so heavy, it was as if he was wearing a helmet made out of pure gold. He touched his head. There was a dull clunk, like the sound of metal against metal. Jack looked down at his hands. He expected to see his sickly pale skin, but instead, he saw a big, calloused hand wearing armor. Hey! Hey! A high-pitched voice rang out through his ears. Hurry up, Shadow Jacks XXX. We don't have all day. Jack, with all his strength, looked up. A taller woman, with her face completely covered, dressed in a witch's outfit, pointed what appeared to be a staff down at him. The second tower has been destroyed. The rest of you easy now. He told him. Towers? Witches? Armor? Was he in League of Legends? Shadow Jacks XXX, hurry up! You idiot! He cringed. I need to change my username. Don't forget, if you would like to win $100 cash, we're giving $100 cash away every week. Just click on the win stuff button of the homepage on the website that's the story.co.nz. Okay, I reckon it's just about nearly time for another story. Who's gonna read it? My name is Veda, and my story is called The Crazy Babysitter. Once upon a time, there was a little girl called Ellie. She was very sweet and naughty. One sunny morning, she was woken up to a big surprise. A babysitter? No, mommy, please, I don't want a babysitter. Please, can you stay home? Pretty please? Ellie asked. I'm sorry, darling. I have some important work I have to go. Mum said. Ellie was very sad. She hated babysitters more than anything in the world. She thought they were mean and very annoying. Um, mommy, who is this babysitter? Ellie demanded. Her name is Rosie Cruz. She is very nice. Oh, looks like she's here. I need to go now. Make sure you're nice to her. I love you. Bye. Mum replied and went off. The babysitter came in and she did not look friendly. Hello, Ellie. I'm Rosie, your babysitter. And let me clear things up. When you're with me, you are not allowed to watch TV, no junk food, and no fun, Rosie grumbled. After Ellie heard those rules, she was very angry and annoyed. So she knew she had to use her secret weapon, the farty poopsie spray. She used the spray when she had mean babysitters. Her plan started by pretending to follow the rules. So she said, okay, Miss Rosie, I'll follow your rules. Okay, good girl, now, start doing some homework, she replied. 
Her next step was to go to the toilet and take her in with her. Um, Miss Rosie, I want to go to the toilet. Can you um come with me? I need help. Uh, okay, I'm coming in. Then she'll spray the smelly spray on her right when she goes in the toilet. Okay, just go inside, just like that. Ellie sprayed Miss Rosie, oops, Miss Smelly Rosie, and straight away locked the door. Ah, help me, get me out of here right now. I'm gonna tell your mom, Miss Smelly Rosie screamed. Ellie ran off. She ate chocolate chip cookies, junk food, watched TV, and most of all, had fun. Well, Miss Rosie was screaming in the toilet. The end. That's our lot. Thank you very much. We are the students from Auckland Normal Intermediate. And with a little bit of help from the Eden Albert Community Board, our class took over today's show. And we have fun. My name is Veda. My name is Vicky. My name is Nick. My name is Robert. We're the Year 8 students from Auckland Normal Intermediate. Thanks for having us. The story that I wanna someone else to read the bedtime story tonight. Read by a professional voice actor with music and sound effects. One that really gets their imaginations running wild. That's the story.co.nz has thousands of children's audio stories. Songs, cartoons, competitions, games and more. For just $3.50 a month you get access to it all. Just visit that's the story.co.nz and sign up. Because let's face it, $3.50 a month to have someone else read the bedtime story. That's priceless.